And that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Back in 2017, he was the associate head coach alongside Alvin Gentry. He was in New Orleans for a couple of years. Now he's the head coach for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mr. Chris Finch joins us. Sir, uh, good afternoon. How are you? I'm, I'm great, Gus. How about yourself? Doing fantastic, man. What's it like to kind of be back in New Orleans? It's good to be back. It's good to see the city back. So a little bit more like normal. Last time I was here was right in the heart of the pandemic, and right. as we know, it was, you know, just sad to see such a vibrant city not, you know, not being in full capacity. But it's great being back. Got out last night. Got, got some of my favorite spots and <laughs> ready to ready to go tonight. You knew that you knew that was coming, right? I was going to ask you what are those favorite spots. <laughs> is, it, is is it a seafood place? Is it something else? Like what what when you think of New Orleans and kind of what you enjoyed here is it just a simple like pole boy yeah i mean i mean what i really enjoyed is that there's just so many places to go <laughs> right. like you can leave your front door not you don't know where you're going to end up on any mm-hmm. given night but you're always going to have a good one you're always going to have great food so um and then you know last night i had some staffers with us who were wanting to you know go to some spots that are kind of out of the way when you live here you just learn <laughs> so many other places and when you're just right. tourist so we try to kind of hit those and show them some of the nicer parts of the city that they'd never seen before. I hear you, man. Uh, so, look, you're bringing in a pretty hot basketball team, though, and, and it's interesting. There's a couple aspects i like to touch on it from this um, perspective of when you win three straight and, and you start feeling confident, I guess, is that really the, the difference in your wins over the Kings, Spurs, and Grizzlies? Well, it's, it's been a couple things. One is uh, we just we're starting to get better ball movement on offense. We're just starting to get a better rhythm. Um, we started the season a little bit choppy with that. We were creating some good looks. We weren't making them. Now we, now we have a better rhythm. They're make they're leading to make, to us making shots. And uh, defense has been pretty solid, pretty strong all season. I've been pleased with that. Uh, we're getting better bench play right now. Like things are starting to kind of round into shape a little bit more for us. We're, still you know figuring out who we are and a team on the grow but a lot of good things for us to be positive about and um you know we had a tough road trip come back home and got a few wins on earth belt now guys are starting to figure it out you know we've seen carl anthony townsend league for a couple of years what, what did you learn about him becoming the head coach and being around him as long as you have that maybe you didn't know in, in coaching against him yeah well, I mean, you, you know he's extremely talented when you're coaching against him, but then when you see it up close and personal every single day, like the guy literally can do everything. He can handle like a guard. He can shoot like a guard. He's got great footwork in the post, really good passer. Um, just I'm one of the most skilled and accomplished offensive players that I've ever been fortunate enough to work with, and mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough to work with a lot, and particularly a lot of good bigs, you know, whether it be Anthony here, DeMarcus, Julius Randle, Zion, all the guys that came through here. That played the forward, forward to five position. So um, we've always kind of liked to run our offense through those skilled bigs, and he gives us the ability to do that. Um, and, you know, I think he still has room to grow. You know, I still think he has room to grow as a, just kind of rounding out his game, um, you know, cleaning up some pieces of it. And uh, just right now the game's trending back towards these skilled big guys. So fun to watch, fun, fun guy to coach. That's exactly where I was going to go with next. Speaking with Chris Finch, head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves, they take on the Pelicans tonight. 
here in the Smoothie King Center. I was going to say, look, the three-point shot obviously is huge. And it's something that we have totally seen this league sort of go to. That said, there is still room in there. I mean, there's a guy in, you know, Utah that's pretty good. Uh, maybe even here in New Orleans. But the, the thing is, the, is there still room for a big that can maybe be dominant and you can kind of build around? There absolutely is. And like I said, these the bigs that are coming into the league and have come into the league recently are, are more skilled than ever. I mean, they've, they've since the game's trended towards the perimeter and all the ball handling and shooting that we see, like, you know, everybody wants a part of that growing up. Um so they've now come in with like way more complete skill sets. You you can they're kind of a microcosm all to their own with with you can run your offense through them at all levels in the post of the elbow at the three point line. You can even treat them like guards, put them in actions that guards are traditionally off of. But you know, ultimately, like they have a gravity um, where it becomes a little harder is at the end of a game. It's sometimes hard to direct your offense at the end of a game with double teams and all the things because. You know, they're not just like a, you know, like a guy who's just going to take the ball and kind of go to work like most guards do. So Carl Anthony Towns is averaging 23.1. Anthony Edwards, coach, I I love this kid. 22.5 is what he's averaging, (laughs) but you see you're chuckling. It must be nice to have that. The the reason why I like, I love what he said earlier in the month about the, you know, rookie of the year award. He's like, I'm not trying to win rookie of the year. I'm trying to win an MVP. Tell us a little bit about his mindset and, and who he is. He just, he's always smiling, but my goodness, yeah. he's trying to dunk on you or, or get you on the court. Yeah. yeah, he's, he is, he's an unbelievable kid. Like, grow, you know, grow, growing into a man in front of our eyes. He's very genuine, has a, has this confidence and this passion that you can't teach. He just believes in everything. He believes he's going to be a great player. He has a sense of timing for when to make big plays in a game or take over a game. As a young player, you don't often see that. Um, and he, he competes. He has a competitiveness, which is, is a little bit kind of, you know, misrepresented by his smiling face. And he still has a lot to learn, too. Um, came in really young. He had a shortened training camp with the COVID season. You know, had a coaching change in the middle trying to figure out who he was as a player all along the way. He did that towards the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Things took off for him, and now he's come into this season with a really good baseline and just keeps adding. Like, his feel keeps getting better and better, and we're super excited to have him. Like he's, he, has, he is doing some things that are really special that only franchise-level players do. Now, he's not there yet, but he's young. He's 20, and he is a huge part of any success that we're planning on having. Got two final things for Chris Finch here, head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. I want to get kind of your perspective too, being a head coach and, and being in a similar situation with Pels fans are seeing here and, and you actually saw as well when you were in New Orleans. Yeah. Building a culture, right? Trying to get young yeah. players because the two gentlemen we just spoke about, Carl Anthony Towns 26, Anthony Edwards 20. You know, Pels have yeah. seen young players. How do you mix youth with veterans? Like what's your philosophy? on how to build that with a mixture of young talent, but you know you need that NBA veteran as well? Yeah, it's a great question. Like, culture's driven mostly by, like, are your superstar players coachable, right? Doesn't matter their age. Are they coachable? Are they high character? Do they care about the right things? 
If you have that, you have a great foundation. If you have young players and they're coachable, which our, our young, young talent is extremely coachable, then what you need to do is you need to have the Patrick Beverleys and the Torian Princes of the world, guys that are experienced, guys that know who they are in the league, are comfortable with that, excel in their role, and can hold others accountable. And they have to have a platform and they have to be able to play. I think a lot of times, like, we bring in vets to help people, but when they don't play and they don't have a platform to be this, like, wise old vet out there alongside everyone else in the trenches, then sometimes their leadership is kind of mitigated. So, you know, it's it's a tricky one. All front offices go about it slightly differently. Um, We feel that, uh, you know, Patrick Beverly, Torian Prince, they've been big additions to our, our locker room this year. Final question for you, Coach, as you guys get ready to take on the Pels tonight. I'm looking around the league, and I almost feel like I'm watching you know, the NFL on Sundays in terms where it's jumbled up. There's a lot of talent, a lot of players. I thought coming to this league, Coach, that there are a lot of good teams, two, three players a team, Mm -hmm. and I think that every night you tune it in, whether it's a national game or local game, it's going to be competitive. I feel that. Do you feel the last couple of years you're seeing it's not two or three, four teams that we're waiting to see them play in April? I think literally there's a lot of good teams. Yeah, there is a lot of good teams. And I and I look at the league right now, and much like you, it, I enjoy watching it because I don't know who's going to win on any given night. Mm-hmm. And teams are try, still trying to figure out who they are and what they are. And over the course of the next 20 to 30 games, I think we'll see more shake out of that. Sure. But um Style of play has kind of leveled the playing field a lot. Shooting is extremely volatile. You know, with all the shooting that is in the league, now people can get hot um, and be in any game, even if they don't have quite the talent of their opponent. And defense is up. The new rules have allowed a lot more defense, a lot more physicality. They've taken away a lot of trips to the free throw line, which were empty, mm-hmm. and they were given to, you know, largely star players. So they those guys became unguardable now. You can game plan, you can guard these guys a little bit better. They're still really, really, really talented. And so the physicality is back in the game, which I personally love. Well, Coach, you live in the West and currently in the 10th. I know there's a lot of basketball to go, but I'm just in this conference. You know, there's two teams you might have heard of, Golden State. I don't know what Steph is doing right now. Like, I honestly, (laughs) it's every game he's shooting nine threes a game. That's nuts. The Suns have won 10 straight. The West is just absurd, isn't it? It, It's a bloodbath. It really is. It's just (laughs) like you catch a little bit of a rhythm, and now you got, you know, a bunch of monsters coming up. And, um, you know, it's just tough. But, you know, the East is pretty tough right now, too. So. Um, but Golden State, it's impressive what they're doing. It reminds me of the pre-Durant Golden State uh, game, uh, sorry, teams, where they just had such selfless ball movement and they were extremely hard to guard. And their young players are now starting to poke through and really, you know, add major contributions. Well, Coach, you were highly regarded when you were here in your time in New Orleans. I'm glad you enjoyed a little bit of your time last night. I am going to wish you good luck the rest of the season since you're a head coach now, just not tonight. That's all. You're good with that? Okay. Hey, I, I appreciate it, and thanks for the time. And, man, I love this city, and I love being here, and uh, I wish you guys luck too, but uh, except for tonight. How's exactly. That? I, that's understandable. I hear you. Thank you so much for your time, Coach. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. Take care. Yeah, for sure. Head Coach Chris Finch of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Quick break. We come back, we'll hear from Jordan the intern. He's got a couple of things to touch on. <laughs> Did you watch the – I don't know. Was it a fight? Was it a tussle? I don't know. Uh, We'll talk about that next on ESPN New Orleans. 